0: with the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com or on social media at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. All right, we're going to get right
1: back to it. Hour two of the fastest two hours in travel is now underway. We welcome you back to America's number one travel radio show. It is just past 11 a.m. Eastern Time. It is Saturday, March 19th. It is time for the National Communal Forum, folks. Still ahead, by the way, today is the personal connection. RJ is going to have the open road. We've got the museum gallery. It's going to feature the Country Music Hall of Fame today. That's coming up uh, towards the end of the hour. We've got a lot more this hour ahead for you. Uh, But... We're going to start with the NCF because for 104 weeks now, we've been deploying our national network in reverse fashion and regularly convening this National Communal Forum. It's Frankly, folks, it's something only this show can do since we touch every part of the nation with our 480 plus weekly affiliates. It's our way to spotlight areas of the country and get real time reports out there to you. And here to help us going are three more of our affiliates out That's
2: right. They are waiting for us on the show hotline to share reports on their areas of the country. So let's welcome Donna Rodriguez, who's on air with our Atlanta affiliates, am Nine seventy WNIV and AM fourteen hundred WLTA. We have Sergio Sanchez, PD and host with our affiliate AM seven ten KURV Radio in McAllen, Texas, and Phil Cowan, Phil Cowan, host from our Sacramento affiliate AM thirteen eighty
1: KTKZ Radio. Well, hello and good morning to everyone. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Hello. Well, great to hear everyone. Morning, uh, Phil. I'm going to start with you out there in Sacramento on this Saturday morning. We'll work our way back across the country. I want to start this way. I'm told you're retiring on April 1st, and since it's April Fool's Day, uh, are, are you sure I have it right?
3: Yes, you do. Well, it just well, happened to be the last Friday before I turned sixty-five. <laughs> <laughs> That's why that date well, was chosen.
1: All right, so this, I guess, will be your last appearance on the uh, the, the NCF as far as uh, with being with uh, AM thirteen eighty. But uh, our best to you. So tell me, you know, how are things in Sacramento for travelers interested in coming your way? And and I want really want to know if you, frankly, can afford the gas prices out there in California? Because I know they're what seven eight dollars. Is does retirement mean? You know, more time in your RV.
4: Well,
3: I, uh, that was the plan, certainly. Um, we'll see whether or not uh, the, the gas prices keep us off the road. Uh, it, it, certainly for the next year or so, I, I think the, the, the potential is there that we may kind of keep it close to home just because I can't afford to drive that Thor at nine miles to the gallon very far. We may limit ourselves to weekend trips um and and hopefully it'll be someplace outside california probably having california going on right now is we're in the throes of another major drought
1: mm. wow so uh, so you're mm. concerned about obviously as the weather gets hotter it's going to be even a bigger issue than for you yep.
3: there. Uh, yeah. the, the threat of wildfires continues and yeah. we are reaching the point here where we are beginning to limit our water usage we're being rationed and I, that's going to get worse before it gets better
2: Hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, thank you for that report. So let's head to Atlanta. Donna, I'm um, just going to briefly mention, I can't really talk about Atlanta and not mention the, for baseball fans, the big news with Freddie Freeman leaving and Matt Olson returning home. But we want to go in the food direction with you. We hear that you're very knowledgeable about Atlanta's food scene. You even do a <laughs> podcast called Dishing with Donna. Love the name. Like that. So how's the food thank scene? Ho- yeah. So great to have you here. How's the food scene holding up after the past two years with the pandemic and how's Atlanta doing over all these days? Is it busy? You know, it's pretty impressive, to be honest with you. My husband is an executive chef,
5: and I used to be a chef in another lifetime. So we definitely have our social circle with the restaurant scene here in Atlanta. And ever since, you know, the CDC uh, listed its guidelines as of, what, March 14th, with no more mask requirements, no more mm-hmm. proof of vaccinations to get in and out of places, it has just been a surge of uh, patrons coming and trying to get back to normalcy. But I mean, even if we back up a little bit into 2021 when we were coming off of Delta before Omicron hit, there was a surge then as well. There's a bunch of restaurants here that their highest profitable year was 2021. And I think that that's, you know, because people want that normalcy we want to we're we're so tired of covid fatigue you know yes. i think that that's a real thing yeah. so the restaurant industry as a whole right now you can't drive up and down the street whether it's in the city of atlanta or in the suburbs of atlanta metro atlanta and not see restaurants packed there's no more mask requirements there's no more proof of vaccinations they've lifted all the protocols it's literally at this at this moment you know and anything could change right, right. <laughs> it's a it, right any day yeah. it could change again. But at this moment talking to you right now, the restaurant scene is booming and everybody is out and about.
1: Trying well, to live we're gonna be headed to down hear. there. So, yeah. Rudy, I'm told that we are having a little trouble with Sergio. He's probably over there. I know McAllen. You know, to their east is South Padre Island. He's probably enjoying spring <laughs> break, break a break. little bit. But, you know, <laughs> I want to, Rudy, I want to bring it back. Let's go back to Phil for a minute because if you heard what he said, all right, Let the, you know, it, let's assume gas is six or seven dollars a gallon. in California, you got an RV, 50 gallons. You know, you're looking at 300 to 350 wow. gal, 300 to 350 dollars to fill the thing. He just said nine miles a gallon. The most he's going is 450. Fifty miles. Do we have any ideas for Phil as he goes to retirement of things that he might be able to do?
4: Ah, uh, boy, that's not a lot of uh, roaming, s- roaming uh, speed, is it? Or, or roaming room? No, it's not. I mean, I mean you, well, you know, and I think he, you
1: just have to bite the
4: bullet and decide
3: that if you're going to travel by RV, you're going to travel by RV, and you're going to eat the cost. I mean, yeah. the only way around it, yeah. an RV does not get the kind of mileage that is conducive to a an affordable vacation. Not at these what? prices.
4: No. And I'm sure you, I mean, given where you live, you've done all the wine country up to the, you know, forever. Oh, yeah, I grew uh, up there. <laughs> okay, so y- that, know, that's not exciting to you. It is to us, but it's not exciting to you. So I don't so, know
1: if, you know, I'm going to say, uh, here's something you might want to think about. Phil, Coming up in the next segment, he actually is going to be on, uh, on the show soon. There's a gentleman named Bob Barnes who actually, uh, Donna, is headed your way to Atlanta and huh. he's biking across the Mer- America to all the state capitals. I bring that up with you being in Sacramento out there, Phil. Maybe that's there the you way go, we Phil. have to biking. travel now. You you yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: hu- Human-powered. No EV bikes. <laughs> a
3: lot of miles to gallon. the gallon. I'll tell you one thing I do want to do, since you mentioned it, uh, I would like to go down to Los Angeles as I sit here doing this with you, wearing my Dodger hat. I love that Freddie Freeman <laughs> deal.
2: <Yeah. laughs> yeah. exactly. Back to baseball.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, as a Yankees fan, I I have to put my hats off to the Dodgers this year. It's going to be a good year. Uh, sorry, I'm going to all seriously you know, for both of you. We've got, and unfortunately, Sergio, will have to have him back in the future. Um, you know, right now we've got everyone listening around the country. So Donna, we'll have you first. Then, Phil, give us right now one thing that you love about living in your city that you think our listeners around the country will appreciate if they come visit. So what is it for Atlanta?
6: Oh, that's a
5: loaded question. Where should I even begin? <laughs> we got about 20 seconds for it. I'm Atlanta native. I really like how our governor, his, uh, Brian Kemp, he's been a huge advocate for personal choice from the get-go. Um, our schools have lifted their mask mandates. Uh, there's no more indoor mask mandates in terms of COVID. So we are a city that is kind of ahead of some other states and other
1: towns in terms of returning to, to the everyday life normalcy. Right. Well, then we, like, we like that. And, and, Phil, what would you say for Sacramento?
3: Well, that is an especially loaded question since you're talking to a guy who intends to exit the state here within the next year. Um, There's a lot wrong with California right now. I'll have to tell you the best thing about being here is still the weather.
1: Okay, weather. Phil, listen, happy retirement. Donna, thank you for your time. Thanks for being an affiliate. Folks, after this break, we are going to connect with Bob Barnes. He is biking across America. The personal connection is next. Our Emerald Travel is back in three short minutes.
0: As we take a brief sponsor's break, now's a good time to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back.
2: Our secret to staying on track with our goals, HelloFresh. Their delicious recipes and doorstep delivery take the hassle out of mealtime. And their calorie-smart and carb-smart options make eating, well, easier than ever. You can take your pick from 50 menu and market items each week and even customize the box by swapping in proteins and sides for meals that work for you. Right now, get an exclusive offer during their President's Day sale. Get 16 free meals plus 3 free gifts with code Carry at HelloFresh.com carry or visit RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors.
4: Cars today have more tech than the first spaceship. Something's guaranteed to break. That's why you need CarShield. When you have a car repair, you choose the mechanic and CarShield gets the rest taken care of. Plans through CarShield even provide rental car options, roadside assistance, and trip reimbursement all at no extra cost. Get coverage today and save 10% by going to carshield.com carry or call 800-391-8888. Or visit armworldtravel.com and look under sponsors for a link. A deductible may apply.
1: This winter, folks, join us and upgrade your daily routine with Bespoke Post and their new seasonal lineup of must-have Box of Awesome collections. No matter what you're into, boxofawesome.com, they've got you covered from cozy threads and outdoor gear essentials to winter cocktails, even grooming goods and all sorts of gadgets. They have collections for every part of your life. Get 20% off your first box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter promo code Carrie. That's boxofawesome.com, code carry for 20% off your first box, or rmworldtravel.com. Just look under sponsors.
0: Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert and Mary and our show team anytime on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn at RM World Travel. Now back to award-winning RM World Travel.
1: Thanks for staying with us through the break, everyone. It's Mary and I welcome you back to the New York City area for the G Block. The Personal Connection is on tap for these next 10 minutes, which is being made possible by simplysafe.com carry.
2: When you're out traveling, who's looking out for your home or even your small business? Well, right now, our show fans will save 20% off this award-winning security and receive a free indoor camera. Yeah,
1: you know, they have everything you need to make your place safe. It's comprehensive. It's all monitored 24-7 by security professionals. It costs less than a dollar a day. Go to simplysafe.com carry. You'll save 20%. You'll get that free indoor security camera that Mary just mentioned. You'll also find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
2: All right. Back last August, our next guest set out to see all 50 state capitals. And if that doesn't sound particularly eventful, well, this might. He's biking to all of them, and it's not an electric bike. Why is he on this journey, and what's he seeing around the U.S. on his travels? Well, that's what Robert and I are going to try to find out as Bob Barnes joins us in our personal connection from the road now as he's on his way to Atlanta. Well, this
1: is going to be an interesting conversation. Bob, Mary and I welcome you to America's number one travel radio show thank you for
7: inviting me
1: well nice to have you aboard with us all right so just to be clear are you biking now or did you stop to talk to us
7: i stopped to talk to you yep. <laughs> all, <Thank> right. <laughs> all right so i didn't
1: want you to be multitasking there all right and so I'm, this... actually,
7: I'm, I'm sitting right next to a cabbage field if well, you want to be specific okay well that's <laughs> how, right. I, I know
1: listen i know you're on your way to atlanta so uh, there there we are it's uh, good week for is, that is the field plentiful thing. what you're looking at right now things growing
7: i didn't hear that i'm sorry that's okay
1: i said is the field plentiful or things growing
7: Oh, no. Things are growing. Uh-huh. I, I have my lawn chair with me. Um, I carry it everywhere I go, so I'm, I'm usually comfortable wherever I am. All right. Well, right. right, listen.
1: All right. So this is a unique way to see the country. Uh, clearly, it's good exercise. You're calling it the Great American Triple Switchback. So let's start with how you came up with the idea last year and share why you gave your journey that particular name.
7: Well, I'll start with the name first, because if you look at the map, it, I actually crisscrossed the United States three, full times. And you can see it very clearly on the map, and a switchback is what, what the turns are called. Um, now, the idea, everybody talks about going through all 50 states, so to speak, usually in a car. And I thought about that, but then I was like, it might even be better on a bike, because I've done long trips before. But then I wanted to make it harder. And I said, let's go through all 50 capitals. And here we are, well into the well into the trip right
0: now.
2: Yeah, almost, actually a little more than halfway through them, it looks like. Bob, before we get to what happened in February, I think it was, in Louisiana, which is really special. Before we get into that, I'd like to ask you how the journey overall has been, and what are you finding along the way from all of the people that you're meeting?
7: Well, all of the people I meet are kind. Uh, there's nothing but kindness out here. And one of the reasons that... Uh, we are out here is to see things for ourselves and not believe everything that we see on social media. I'm out here to see things from a different perspective on a bite skull and show others what I'm coming across. And I come across kindness in every state I've been through.
2: Well isn't that nice to hear? Mm -hmm. Kindness. Okay. Um, so now let's get to what happened in Louisiana and through the power of social media Yes, there can be a dark side to it, uh, as you just mentioned, and there is if we get too caught up in the negativity with it, but there is a good side of social media, and you discovered something pretty incredible, so I'll let you share that story.
7: Well, through the powers of social media, I know I just said negative things about it, but yes, there are the positive things. And through this, I found out that I have a long-lost half-sister who happened to be on the route that i was taking through louisiana so i met her for the first time ever on this trip and it was an, a great experience and uh it was funny because we actually both look alike
1: wow so does she does she you know, bike like you do
7: no 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 <laughs> she does her own thing but uh nope i'm, I'm the only biker okay. so
2: you got to meet her on this journey for the first time oh, that's outstanding
7: yes yeah. absolutely incredible
1: oh, good for you yeah. on that. all right so yeah, it,
7: it, it it was
2: special.
1: Well, that certainly fits well into the personal connection segment of the show. Uh, and your journey, obviously, is a special one. And you still have a few more miles to go with other capitals. But I know Fox News, they've been following your travels. We've seen some of that out there. But, you know, I, I want you to talk to everybody about the equipment that you're using. You named your bike. It's all human powered. Uh, so talk about that. And where do you stay and sleep at night?
7: Well, uh, two great questions. I, I the bike is a Cannondale touring bike. It's a human powered bike, 100% human powered, because I get that question a lot. Um, I pull a trailer, which is traditional for touring, but it, because it's heavier. But I have everything in that trailer. I have all my camping gear, everything that I need to stop anytime I want um, and go to bed. Which brings us to the next point. What I do is called boondocking, which means basically I explained I'm next to a field. I could sleep right here tonight if I wanted to. Um, so so that's where I sleep. I sleep at truck stops. Truck stops are awesome because then when you wake up, you have the amenities of the truck stop sure. as far as coffee and donuts or whatever you need. Um, and one of the other things that I do that I think is one of my better ideas, I on the trailer I have a solar panel that charges my phone continuously. So I'm, I'm self-sufficient out here.
1: And are you you're yeah. just by yourself doing this.
7: Absolutely. Yep, all by myself. Just,
1: that's, 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 that's the way I want it. Yeah, I, listen, I understand that. I mean, that. God bless you. <laughs> um, since
2: <Yeah>. since you're <laughs> since you're more than halfway through the journey, I think you hit your 31st capital. Is that correct, Tallahassee? That's correct. Per- okay. Yes. Yep. Um, I would like to know. There there have to have been some parts of this journey that are maybe a little more challenging from a weather standpoint or even a terrain standpoint. Yeah, it's not a flat country. A both. No. <laughs> so anything stand out as a little more rigorous in certain oh, areas? It's a lot. Yeah. I
7: mean, just, just coming through the Rockies, the Rockies aren't so bad. But once you start getting into the Sierra Nevadas, I had the weather behind me. I had the winter coming through, and I actually had to go over Donner Pass before that all got snowed in. <laughs> Otherwise, the trip would have ended. I wouldn't have been able to get over. And then the wind in Wyoming and Nebraska was, it was, it was unbelievable. I've never seen wind like that days on end, and it was a headwind. So that was very challenging. But then even like in Mississippi, Mississippi was a lot hillier than I thought. Mm-hmm. And I did get into three snowstorms. That was, that was tough. Wh- I, uh, I, didn't, I didn't do my homework for Flagstaff, Arizona, and I got into a snowstorm.
2: In, in Arizona, interesting. That can happen in this time of the year. Where do you get your bike, like where do you get your tires fixed when things go wrong? And just where do you... Or are you pulling those in the trailer for yeah. the extra ones? How are you handling all that? Yeah,
7: yeah, I do have spares. Um okay. I'm not quite mechanically inclined myself, but I can do work on the bike and luckily there haven't been a lot of problems. I mean, I can swap out the tubes and the tires and um I've been lucky with any other problems with uh I had a shifter cable break, break, but uh luckily there was a bike shop not far away and I could get to that. So uh Mostly, I, I, I'm pretty self-sufficient with all that stuff, unless something catastrophic would happen.
1: Well, I know you're on your way to Atlanta. So, you know, in keeping with the personal connection focus uh, of why we had you on the show today, you know, we often like to ask our guests in this segment of the show, you know, what they've learned about themselves or what the transformative effect of their travels have been. What have been yours?
7: Well, I've become very patient. Even since the beginning of the trip, if, if you find yourself getting frustrated or upset, or that type of thing while you're out here by yourself on a bike, the situation's probably going to get worse before it gets better. So to learn to become patient and you're doing the best you can, that's what I've learned. And I've also learned that I'm I'm a little bit stronger than I thought because physically I'm, I feel really good out here. Well, I would think you, you have trip.
1: to, 31 uh, capitals in. I mean, you've been yeah. doing this uh, for a while now, and you visited all, you know, you're, you're out to visit all 50 state capitals. You've got the 31 yeah. down, as Mary just said, with Tallahassee. You'll soon yep. be in Atlanta. Uh, yeah. When do you anticipate maybe this ending, and what's been a capital or two that's really been a big standout for you?
7: Well, I plan on ending. The goals to get done will be in Juneau, Alaska, at the end of July, fly to Hawaii. I'll pedal from Honolulu Airport to the Capitol. We'll be done. But uh, as far as favorites, you know, I just went through Montgomery, and that, that was something special because of all the history, all the civil rights and uh, the Civil War. And there was, there was a lot of history there, and the Capitol itself was, was beautiful. Carson City was fun. Jefferson City was fun because they were actually having a graduation for the state bar, so it was a very active, happy
2: atmosphere.
7: Uh, in Mardi Gras, not, not a capital, but Mardi Gras was a really great day. <laughs>
1: I'm sure. Uh, that
2: was. I, I just I really hope, uh, Bob, you build in some downtime when you get to Honolulu. Take some time off. That's a great place to build in some downtime.
1: When are you going to be there in Hawaii? It should be august 1st okay all right mm. well, fair, well listen okay. we, uh, we will definitely stay in touch Yeah, we're going to follow you're, this and, oh that's great that'd and be great. look forward to you know all that that's still to come i i really am i mean mary and i both love to bike i think maybe you know 15 17 miles is the most that we've ever done in a given leisurely moment. we love exactly to bike. but i mean <laughs> really I, I really I, I do say god bless you i, I mean yeah. so i hope you uh, continue to have safe travels yeah. i hope you continue to experience everything that you have set out for folks if you want to follow bob's journey you can find him on facebook at Bibbery Travels B-I-B-B-E-R-Y Bibbery Travels you know or look for them in a state capital coming near you yeah when it comes to you (laughs) enjoy the weekend Bob
2: thank you very much thank you Bob good luck you're welcome thank you
1: that is some journey that is some way to see the country All right, we are going to step aside for some sponsor messages Rudy's up next to talk about a different type of adventure RJ's then going to have the open road and Mary and I will be back with the museum gallery in the J Block we're going to focus on the country music hall of fame it all means stick around and don't touch that channel Hey everyone, Robert here to share that we are big believers in the importance of travel insurance, especially in today's world. It's affordable and protects in so many ways. I always say there are some things in life you just shouldn't do without, and traveling with travel insurance is one of them. That's why we encourage Travel Guard travel insurance. Coverage includes many items such as trip cancellation or interruption, medical expenses and evacuation, and more. Wherever your next trip takes you, get the coverage you should have at travelguard.com or find a direct link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
0: To connect with the program anytime, visit us online at rmworldtravel.com. Welcome
4: back to your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back. Hey, why not join us and let us update your couch or chairs for the family room or living room? All form furniture is delivered right to your door in days. It's high-quality handmade in North Carolina armchairs, sofas, sectionals, and love seats at affordable prices that include a forever warranty as well as a 100-day trial and free delivery. Allform furniture can be easily customized in all shapes, sizes, colors, fabrics, legs, and more. And whether you choose yours in leather or one of their durable fabrics, they're spill, stain, and scratch resistant, they look great and are super comfortable. Allform will even pick it all up for free with a full refund if you don't love your order. So check them out at allform.com. That's all one word, A-L-L, form, allform.com slash carry, C-A-R-E-Y. Be sure to add that carry on the end because you'll save 20% or more off anything you buy. That's allform.com slash carry, or you can also find the link at rmworldtravel.com by looking under sponsors. Well, are you in the mood for a little adventure? What began as a camp out at the country's largest music festival for, for motorcycle fans, the Sturgis Buffalo Chip Um, otherwise known as the Sturgis Festival, has morphed into an organization called Ride Wild. And my guest today is Kelly Yazdi, who is the CEO of Wild Ride. Kelly, welcome to the show.
8: Oh, It's so great to be here. Thank you so much for having me, Rudy.
4: Pray tell us what Ride Wild is exactly.
8: Yeah, sure. So, um... RIDE WILD is a community and events organization that focuses on empowering women and friends through the avenues of power sports and outdoor adventures.
4: And when you say women and friends, do friends include male friends?
8: Yes. So we have women-specific events that are women-only, and we also host co-ed events as well that are inclusive of everyone.
4: All right. I know this was born in a crucible filled with motorcycles. Are motorcycles part of each of these (laughs) events? Do you have to be a motorcyclist to attend?
8: So, no, you actually don't. You know, originally, like you had mentioned earlier, you know, our initial event was at the Sturgis Buffalo Chip, which was a motorcycle music and events festival. But we have since branched out into events that are, um, you know, inclusive of camping and, outdoor adventure so you don't have to ride motorcycles to attend our events but we are very passionate about power sports and power sports is pretty much any vehicle like a motorcycle um, snowmobile dirt bikes uh, snow bikes you name it if it gets you in the outdoors and it goes a little fast we're all about that
4: (laughs) all right all right well give us uh, we've got time give us uh, two or three examples of uh, uh, adventures coming up later this year
8: yeah, sure. So, um, given that we're currently in the snow season here in the United States, we have a couple upcoming retreats. We have one in Idaho coming up where we're going to be snowmobiling out in Island Park. We've got another one in the Black Hills of South Dakota, so we're heading back to uh the area near Spearfish Canyon to go snowmobiling, and we've also got a retreat out in Togati Wyoming, which is just north of Jackson, where we're going to be adventuring out in the Togati Pass, which is just an incredible place if you've ever been.
4: Well, I counted. I have not been. I live nearby, but I have not been. I uh, I counted about fourteen different destinations where you're having events. Two of which are in Hawaii. What do you do in Hawaii?
8: So that's actually where I'm from. I'm based in Kailua-Kona on Big Island, Hawaii. So I love to host retreats that are there, and we you know we center you know those kind of events on ocean adventures and. Um, riding slingshots, which are three wheel vehicles and, you know, getting to play outside out there. Um, but we also have events out in California coming up as well as Texas too. So and describe, describe
4: feel free to describe a couple of them.
8: Yeah, sure. So uh, the one that we have going on in April is called the California camp out. Um, we go hang out down in Temecula, California at this beautiful ranch. And, you know, Temecula is the back, it's wine, it's wine country. It's just absolutely gorgeous down there in Southern California. So we host a weekend camp out that's going to be um, a co-ed event where people can come. We're going to have vendors, a marketplace, of course, camping activities. We're going to have riding activities, wine tasting, all that good stuff. So that's California in a nutshell. And then as of May, we are celebrating a thing called International Female Ride Day. It started about 14 years ago. And we are really big on celebrating that. So we're heading down to Texas, specifically Round Top Texas, just outside of Austin. And we're going to be celebrating a really wonderful weekend event out there full of motorcycles, outdoor activities, camping, you know, all the good things that we want to bring about in 2022. That's that's what we're bringing down to Texas. And we've got some really great partners down there who are going to bring, you know, the great Texas barbecue and uh, all the good music. And um, of course, we're going to be hosting a motorcycle show and all that kind of stuff down there as well.
4: I didn't hear the last word of the description of this. It was called the what?
8: The the event in Texas.
4: Yes. What's the event in Texas called?
8: So we actually haven't given it a full name yet because it's been developing. But I think if we wanted to give it a label, we could call it um, Ride Wild Texas.
4: Okay. And uh, I mean, it sounds like a lot of fun. Are, are children encouraged or part of this?
8: Uh, no, we typically we typically don't like to make it into a family affair quite okay. yet, only because we do involve power sport and motor sport vehicles, which can be, you know, again, there's some safety precautions that we have to take with those. So Understood. typically our events are anywhere from the ages of 18 and up. Um, okay. but you know, stay tuned because in the near future, we'll absolutely be hosting family campouts for families to come and experience what we love to do.
4: Kelly Yazdi is the CEO of Ride Wild. You can find out about upcoming events by going to ridewild.co, not .com.co, wild Kelly, thanks for joining us. We'll be right back.
0: Connect with America's number one travel radio show as we cover everything and anything in the world of travel by following us at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back.
4: We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, What can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Have you ever wanted to know what's happening at home or even your small business when you're not there? Well, we're fans of the new wireless outdoor camera from Safe. It lets you see what's happening outside right from your phone and alerts you when anyone approaches. You can customize the perfect system that's right for you in just a few minutes at simplysafecom carry. Go today and claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. That's simplysafecom carry or visit RMWorldTravel.com and look under sponsors for a link.
5: Get out the map, get out the map, and lay your
7: finger anywhere
0: down. To participate in the program, log on anytime to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection.
9: Alright, hello again everyone, RJ Carey here. It is nice to be back with you today. It's time for RM World Travel's open road segment of the show. And today I'm going to answer some of the automotive related emails that have been sent into to us over the past few weeks. This portion of the program is sponsored by Carshield.com and we all rely on our vehicles for so many daily aspects of our lives, right? And none of us can really afford a lot of downtime for our cars, trucks, or SUVs, nor the costly repairs that come with that, and that's why we like CarShield as it could potentially save you thousands of dollars, and you get to pick your favorite mechanic to do the work, and they take care of the rest. It's like having your own personal team of auto repair problem solvers, as their administrators handle the paperwork and expensive payments. Their plans also provide roadside assistance, rental coverage, and trip reimbursement at no additional cost. So, get covered now at CarShield.com and use code CARRY to save 10% to get covered today, or you can find a link at ArmWorldTravel.com under sponsors. Now our first email today is from Crystal who listens to us in Beltsville, Maryland and she's asking, it seems like everywhere I turn all I hear about is this new EV or that new EV but I love my gas-powered Lincoln Aviator and have no interest in an EV at all. I think most people are with me. What I want to know is what happens when these batteries are dead and you're stuck somewhere in the freezing cold or a storm knocks out the power and recharging isn't possible. I can always go buy gas somewhere to get my aviator going. Why won't you all talk about this? Well, Crystal, my initial reaction to your question is that I can certainly understand your concerns about EVs and their increase in popularity right now. And to your point of having your car die out in the middle of nowhere when it's freezing cold out... I I can't disagree with that, right? That's a real concern. And gas-powered cars are still king. They will continue to be so for many years, regardless of what you're hearing. But, here's the catch. As EV range improves, it's going to become hard to defend gas cars, unfortunately. And to address your concern about power outages, I think in a worst-case scenario, meaning several days or even weeks without power, then yes, the inability to charge your car is a very real concern. But I think it's worth mentioning that power outages also affect gas cars as much as they do EVs. I say that because although most gas stations nowadays have backup generators to power their pumps, they're not always reliable, and there have been many instances of gas station closures during widespread power outages, not to mention the lines can get really long with people seeking fuel for their at-home generators. So my takeaway is simple, Crystal, don't put all your eggs in one basket, and follow a good piece of old-fashioned advice, never let your tank get too empty, so you can always get somewhere that you need to be. And I think this applies to EVs with their battery charge just as well. Next up is email number two from Henry who listens to the show in Troutdale, Oregon, and he's asking, I just started a new job and I'm now commuting daily about 160 miles round trip. My current 2015 Subaru WRX has seen its better days and it has almost 130,000 miles on it. Order some of the new 2022 models out or are there any leftover 2021 models that you'd recommend that will be a comfortable and reliable commuter for me? Sure thing, Henry, and I think uh, that's a lot of miles for a 2015 model car, and of course not to poke fun, but any newer Subaru with that many miles on it makes me worry for your wallet a little bit, as I'm sure you're aware of the infamous head gasket problems with those boxer motors. But if you're interested in sticking with Subaru, well of course the all-new 2022 WRX was recently released, and you'll find them turning up at some dealer lots across the country pretty soon. Personally, I'd avoid them due to massive dealer markups we're seeing right now, something that's a result of the enthusiast demand for these cars, but moving away from Subaru, I think it's worth checking out the Elantra N if you want to stick with a sporty sedan. The top trim Elantra features the same 2.0-liter, 276-horsepower inline-four that's out of Hyundai's popular Veloster N and the incoming Kona N, and it's even available with a 6-speed manual just like the WRX, which is appealing to car enthusiasts, of course. Now, if you want to ditch the manual, a 7-speed wet dual-clutch automatic is also available, which is infinitely better than the CVT automatic in the WRX. If the Elantra N isn't quite your style, maybe a step in the German market could be an option. Uh, The Audi A3 comes to mind with Quattro all-wheel drive, especially if you're out in Oregon. Uh, They're plentiful right now and decently priced with the right trims as well. I hope that helps. Good luck, Henry. Let me know what you decide to do. Question three today is from Mark, who listens in Woodlake, Mississippi. And his question is, my cousin and I are planning a spring break road trip and are trying to decide between driving I-20 West to maybe as far as Midland or Odessa in Texas and checking out that state or heading down south to I-10 and going east along the Panhandle to connect up with I-75 for a drive down Florida's west coast. We'll have about 6 or 7 days for the trip. Any thoughts on which route is best for us, and we'll offer the most fun things to do. Well Mark, I gotta say, that sounds like quite a drive, first of all. Uh, if you head into Texas, between Dallas and Midland on I-20 is a lot of open land with a few chances to stop, so definitely fun, but it could probably be a bit monotonous for 6 or 7 days. If you're looking to jam-pack your 6-7 day trip, I would say just go to Florida. If if you take I-10 to I-75, as you say, and travel all the way down to Miami, you'll pass through gothie State Forest, Ocala National Forest, five major wildlife preserves, and you'll even end up in the Everglades. Plus, there are tons of beaches or cities to stop through and take a break at, and in six or seven days, I don't think it gets more jam-packed than that. Happy traveling, Mark. Stay safe. I'm going to leave it there for today, but before I wrap today's open road segment, if you have any automotive-related questions you'd like answered, just connect with me on our website at rmaltravel.com contact. Thanks for being a part of this award-winning show, everyone. Segment 10 and the Museum Gallery is up next. I hope you all have a nice rest of the weekend. I'm R.J. Carey. Drive on, America. Join the travel duo
0: and team by accessing the show anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. Stay connected with us anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show.
1: Well, with nine segments of today's show now in the books, we still have the J Block to go. And for our remaining six and a half minutes, it's time for the Museum Gallery, which is sponsored by HelloFresh.com slash Carrie.
2: Yeah, we enjoy this service because it helps us really stay on track. Their delicious recipes and convenient doorstep delivery take the hassle out of mealtime. They have farm fresh produce plus calorie smart and carb smart recipe options. HelloFresh.com slash Carrie makes it easier than ever to eat well. Join us and pick from 50 menu and market items each week. Plus, you can also customize your box by swapping in proteins and sides that are going to work better for you.
1: So join us as Mary just said and trade out the takeout habit for easy to prepare meals from HelloFresh.com Carry. Carrie. Right now you're going to get 16 free meals plus 3 free gifts when you use promo code Carrie. That's C-A-R-E-Y or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
2: Alright we're off to Nashville Tennessee for our latest museum gallery often referred to as the Smithsonian of country music. The Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum has roots that date back to the mid-60s. In 2014 the current building was expanded to near double its footprint and as we spotlight it for you today here's Lisa Purcell on that show hotline.
1: Hello and welcome Lisa nice to have you aboard RM World Travel with us today. Hello there Good to talk to you, Robert and Mary and Carey. How are you doing? We are well, We're thanks great. very Thank much. Thank you. Uh, so, Lisa, you know, listen, the Country Music Hall of Fame, as Mary just mentioned, has certainly seen some expansion dating back to 2014. Clearly, to expand to the way that you did, you've got to have a large number of eager donors who are willing to bring in these significant artifacts. So, can you talk about how big the collection is and the scope of what it all covers?
6: Absolutely. Well, the Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum is a nonprofit organization that collects and preserves the story of country music. And to do so, we have a very diverse collection, the most complete of its kind. And it's very much an American history museum. So we have artifacts that range from more than 95% of all pre-recorded sound from World War II that's country music based. And obviously, since that time, you can collect so much more digitally and so much more is available. We have three-dimensional, artifacts. It can range from Elvis Presley's car to Bill Monroe's mandolins. You can get close to these parts of life and um, instrument partners that were so core to these musicians. We have photographs. We have business documents in our archives. That's The archives houses everything that is from films to photos, where the medium stores the message, and Diverse Holdings, more than 50,000 square foot of space to maintain our collection of three-dimensional plus some archival Uh space. So it's a massive collection. It is ever-growing, and we depend on the kindness of the community to keep providing these pieces of history that we can share and present to audiences that are on display well, and are, being there
1: in nashville irritating. clearly uh, yeah. you know you you've got a wealth to pull from you
2: painted a wonderful picture of the museum uh lisa i'm going to ask you to get a little specific just really because i'm curious i'm sure some other people might be just give us an idea maybe of some of your personal favorites entice us about maybe one or two really significant museum treasures that you have representing country music sounds great,
6: Mary Carey. The part for me, there are so many things that I personally love that it it is so challenging, but we're really fortunate to have an actual painting from Thomas Hart Benton called The Sources of Country Music. Mm -hmm. And it was completed, came to us in 1973, and it shares the sources of country music so you can see a gospel choir, you can see a cowboy player, you can see Appalachian music, and when you go through the museum, you can feel all of the diverse contributions that are American history and America um, country music is a microcosm of that so just being able to see it visually as a really quick summary of the history the museum tells because the galleries go from origins all the way to present day through an exhibition that we have that we just opened this month called American Currents which is the last chapter of country music history so it reflects on 2021 and how this country music Music culture responded to a climate in the world that is uh, dealing with a pandemic, that is grappling with social justice, Mm -hmm. that is making great music, that brings people joy, deals with these topics, and is also a diversion. So gosh, sometimes it's exhibitions as bodies, but when I look at the, the summary of what the music is and the joy it brings, I really look to this Thomas Hart Benton painting.
1: Well, so mm. give us an idea. We only have about a minute left in the interview, but uh, here we are, we, we're spring travel has begun. We'll soon be in the summer season. How are things going for you right now? And if people do want to visit, uh, I will say countrymusichalloffame.org is where they can go, but any suggestions for them as far as coming to uh, enjoy what you're offering?
6: Oh, thanks for that. Yeah, it's a great time to visit the museum. We always have diverse exhibitions available that really showcase the balanced depth texture of country music. We have a permanent exhibition called Sing Me Back Home that goes from roots to present day. We have American Currents, which I just told you about. We have a Florida Georgia Line exhibition called Mix It Up Strong, which is an appropriate name for an exhibition of an artist. Yeah, Yeah, that sounds great. An artist's work that is, is diverse in genre mm-hmm. blending. And we have Bill Anderson, as far as I can see, a Hall of Fame member, great artist, musician, killer songwriter, uh, Some songs like Whiskey Lullaby or Give It Away or His, uh, among mm-hmm. others. We have Martina McBride, The Power of Her Voice. She mm-hmm. has such important
1: well, Lisa, I-
6: I'm, where hits.
1: I'm going to just say again, folks, CountryMusicHallofFame.org. You get all the visitor information. This went by quickly, Lisa, but really appreciate it. We hope you have a great weekend, okay?
6: Thanks so much. So nice to meet you guys. Have a happy weekend. You too.
1: All right. Country Music Hall of Fame, Mary. That is a place that Nashville, we need to make Tennessee. sure we get back to. All right. Uh, and there you have it, everyone. The fastest two hours of travel has cruised right along since we started at 10 a.m. Eastern time today until next Saturday when we're back with you for another 120 minutes of the show. Special thanks to all of our guests who appeared on the show today with Mary and me and Rudy. Thanks to our show team, network affiliates, and our sponsors, and to all of you out there who help make what we do America's number one travel radio show. Wherever you may be headed this week, safe travels and enjoy.